I want to work it well all night. And had a wonderful time. This is Kirby's Disc Golf World. I am the Loser King, Disc Golf Jesus. With me, Soul Hand, Swiss Cheese, and back in studio to the Motor City Madman himself, JK Disc Golf. So, how has the plastic been flying, fellas? Um, anybody? Anybody? Um, it's been all right. I've been time to getting around and getting fairways. Yeah, grinding yeah. fairways. Grinding fairways. That's all I ever hear. I get text from Quinn. Got to try this new fairway. What fairway should I try? It's all about the fairway game, man. I don't know why. Yeah, man. I'm trying to lock it in. That's the one <laughs> thing uh, I'm trying to lock in for next season. I just I don't appreciate like in your videos. You called out me and Red for not throwing fairways. I'm like, dude, you don't have to call us out like that. Just. It's your video. I, I think it's pretty it. obvious. Though. I, I think I have one fairway. So I think I, Firebird's yeah, a fairway. I, I have one fairway and I only throw backhand. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't I think it's. Know. But yeah, I've been I've been doing a few rounds, and granted, it's just trying to get in rounds while you can is the main problem because like the hours are short. It's like mm. super hazy out there. Like it's overcast every day, cold, wet. So it's. Yeah, it's kind of shitty disc golf, but it's still disc golf, and it's still in December, so like that's a win. You know what I mean? We had our first mm -hmm. snow, um, but luckily, like melted fast, and we've been able to get some rounds in. But yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't today. even I wouldn't even called it a snow. It's like a slush. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh no, I got snow up by me stuck. for sure. If it's stuck, it's snow. It's my rule. So <laughs> it's stuck. But yeah, it, it's been all right. So. Sloppy. Do you think I've, I've do you think day. either of you guys are gonna be playing like full on snow rounds this year? Like full on boots and all? Dude, I think it's gonna be a brutal winter. Okay, gonna do like you think a... you're gonna play during it? Depends on like, like what's the line for you, or you're like, I'm not this is it. No more disc golf for me until the spring. So the, in winter, there's three factors. All right. First, it has okay. to be sunny. They're okay. like no overcast, yeah, it has fair. to be like straight. Yeah, right? Because that will help warm mm. the body, everything along those lines. And then the other two deciding factors are how high the snow is. Because, like, at, at a certain height, it ain't, it's not even, like, worth it, like, in my opinion. And I don't know the exact measurement. So, But it's kind of like you see it, you know it. Um, and then the other one is yeah. cold, like how cold it is. Like it, mm. If it's, like, you know what I mean? It's got to be a positive number. I'm not talking zero okay. or below. Like it's got to be positive. You know what I mean? So, what do you know? The coldest have... round of disc golf you've ever played, either of you? No, oh, I think it might. Wasn't it with you when we were down south? I think at Delaware, it was like we played a Delaware round when it was like I want to say like 18 degrees, but it was yeah. like there wasn't like snow and it was super sunny. So that was like the only thing. But I remember like freezing my hands and we were like recording okay. that video and everything. It was. And didn't you go in the water that maybe one of the times you were like, I'm, I'm backing away from this, but I feel like you stuck a hand in for sure. Yeah. Like, man. So yeah, like those are the three. So those are the three factors that, that determines how much disc golf I will play. So mm -hmm. in all honesty, and I think if you're smart, man, I'm not the guy grinding out. Like there also comes a point, like when you layer too much, I think like disc golf becomes unenjoyable. Well, I, th I think like, there's like a level to it where you just have to like, uh, you just know you're not going to play as good. And there's just like sacrifices and that yeah. I personally, these are like some like the times where I can go out the course and have like the most fun because it doesn't matter what I shoot because it's snow out. It doesn't matter. My hands are cold. So yeah, that's how I was, uh, saw, <laughs> I saw it. Interesting but, justification. So yeah. What like, about you, Jesus? Those are you going out? Effect. Probably not. You're not, not about not. the snow. I, 
No, I don't like. I don't like adding shit to my disc. So if I lose it in the snow, that's. Oh, I gone. don't do that. I refuse to ribbon it. I'm not doing that. Yeah, ribbon or the fucking paint or whatever. No. Nope, yeah, I'm not I gonna have. do that shit. So. And I. I do like, like switch my entire bag though. Hmm. I know, and and I've learned that I can switch my whole entire bag and be fine mm-hmm. now. So. Mm-hmm. That, so we've learned that so i'm um, maybe I'll just I just uh, per, yeah back. personally for me it's not even like a it's 100 percent about like i i just refuse to look for it if it's another snow i'll give it a solid two minutes but usually if it's in my snow bag it's gonna get lost eventually down the line so i don't really care if i lose it so i just i just hate looking so much in the snow yeah unless i have a reason to like we threw was it the boreum or the hydrogen in really cold Really windy. Hydrogen. Yeah, it's the hydrogen. It. Like the first the hydrogen, Really cold, yeah. really windy, and yeah. fucking there was a shitload of snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. And we went out. We oh, threw yeah, I feel like we like threw one in the snow, and it was kind of deep. We were like looking for it for like a minute. We were like, yeah. oh, no. Dude, like, this think, is like, like, I think we came back. Like, without, like, yeah. Yeah, we, we, had to, we went back for something and then came back and found, and found it like in a second. But yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's the... Unless I have a region too, like throwing a new loft disc or boost. Mm. I mean, I can't stay. I can't stand playing in boots either. Like I'm just not in boots. You know what I mean? Like I know I've gotten like because I've been playing in shoes because of the cold and still weird. And it's like just playing shoes in general. Yeah, just playing shoes in general. You're just not like stepping in puddles so you, in the whole. Do whole you think? Do you think that if you played two rounds, one in shoes, one bare feet, that your barefoot like, round would shoot better in ideal conditions? Yes, definitely. Like by like a stroke or two, or it's like consistently. Uh, I I don't know how much, but I think like because I playing in ideal conditions, like mm-hmm. I play, I'll play shoot better anyway. And mm-hmm. these are in the, the, the not so ideal conditions and i'm sh- and mm-hmm. in shoes so i just assume like i'd shoot well, I'm saying, like, if that. we like literally did we, we tested this theory yeah i know like, I'm, I feel saying, like but I'm saying that i'm saying yeah. i think he shoots the same i think he shoots like identical <laughs> i really do and yeah i want one stroke better i think that he i think he would do better i think we're gonna see like a stroke difference only because it'd be straight mental 100 percent Maybe, yeah, it had nothing to do. But hey, disc golf's mental, man. That's like half the battle. It should be. I think like a, a, I think a better question would be like, what would give you the more distance, barefoot or shoot? Mm. You think you maybe more grip? Yeah. So, I don't yeah, know because like sometimes when I'm like test out my max distance, I go barefoot on purpose. I don't know if that's like. A normal thing or not but i know that I, like i have a video of me at fairfield if you guys don't know this there's like a big like it's 400 feet to clear so it's one of those shots where especially in the winter my discs don't fly as far i have to put a little bit more oomph into it to really clear it or really get like distance like for me to like impress myself i like i went barefoot it was like 20 degrees in the snow and i still like that was like my best shot and it was weird it was definitely weird and but it happened it happens I will say, like, essential, di- like, winter disc golf, though, you need, like, the hand warmer is essential. Mm-hmm. And let's yeah, be honest, none of us wear friction gloves. Have you ever seen, like, somebody outside a winter, like, course with friction gloves? I don't think I've ever, like, witnessed. Really? I've never witnessed Do you anybody not know- wear Wait, whoa, whoa. 
do you not know this? No. What do I, I don't know? Do you, do, no. I Drew, 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 Drew rocks. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. All right, I was gonna say, Damn. I, like, I, I, that I was sponsored by Friction Gloves. Oh, nice! I did not, <laughs> like I did four not years ago. <laughs> did not remember that. Yeah, when I uh, how'd that go? <laughs> I never wore them. <laughs> never. When, when I did my uh, Clash video, I had a group ahead of me that they were wearing like the fucking big ass fucking snow snowmobiling gloves. Oh. No, they weren't throwing uh, with them. But they oh, had like okay. on his on the opposite hand. Yeah. Yeah. It was I don't know. Loving the opposite hand. And like, like it was it was must. like mm-hmm. seeing the people that Especially were when you're for that for that uh uh league. I'm like, man, I could do better with this league. I'm like I can outthrow any <laughs> every single guy I saw. I'm like, I outthrow every single one of you. And I'm fucking putting better than every single one of you. And I'm always throwing clash. And I'm like, shit, maybe I should sign up for this fucking. How was that? Could you do you think that if if you were forced to only throw a clash bag, you could do it? I'd be throwing the salt a hell of a fucking lot. And really? I'd that's like more... the one that sticks out? Well, that that's the one I'm most comfortable with because I've thrown okay. it the most. More than the honey? Well, yes, more than the honey. Like, so okay. you're grabbing the salt as your driver more than you are like the honey overall. Um for for well, for Fairfield especially. Because Fairfield okay. has a lot of those um, Heiser and Heiser right fucking holes where they're all blind and you just throw it up and you have it has exactly yeah, what my you're side just right. Yeah, just just fading out exactly. with some overstable like, discs. Yeah. Yep. So there's so it has a lot of those. So that's partially the reason I was throwing the salt so much. Um, which disc? Do you, which one do you think you throw farther? Throw, throw farther, probably the honey. Mm-hmm. And okay. pro- and maybe the soda, if if I hold oh. if I get on the line, but I have to get okay. the soda on the right line. Is there any disc but, that's like surprised you? Like, damn, this is actually a really good disc. I thoroughly enjoy their putters. Like, I was okay. really surprised with like, especially with like the for butter. Putting? Yeah, for actual putting, okay. like the butter and the popcorn, I thoroughly enjoyed both of them. And okay, so, so if you I had really to choose like- one. One that was gonna be your main putter, the putter, the butter, or the popcorn. Which one are you choosing? I think I would have one of each because I throw two. So I think I would have one butter and one popcorn and throw both. Really, really. Okay, but then so are you just switching up whatever one goes first, or like do you have like this one's always gonna go first? I I I think it switched because when I played, I switched it up. I was throwing different. I was throwing them. I was just deciding which one I'm gonna throw. Because I really uh, thought that um, you would be like, I really thought you'd go with the butter only because I've literally described it first when I ever like felt it was like this feels like a voodoo. Um, I, that might be like why I liked it, but I would have, I would have loved to get it in that sticky plastic from the. Hmm. I don't the, think they make uh, it in that yeah. yet. Okay, well I don't, I don't know what it, I I. I think they have a hard version of it though. I think yeah, they, but, but they, they have that sticky because I've I've heard really nice things about that sticky plastic for. I think it must have been for the popcorn then, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the I thoroughly enjoyed that bag. It was really fun. Um, I was missing, and actually, one uh, another one I'm gonna call out is the ginger. I've been actually throwing mm, that yeah. uh, really well, and I've uh, it's it's basically like it's my be like I can take out my fucking champion boss now if I wanted to, like because that the ginger and then that. Uh, we did a fucking uh, 
premium the disc pick on it. Um, the orange with the Viking looking gentleman on it. I don't remember. The orange oh, with the Viking gentleman. Falcor, thank you. Then I knew Quinn would know. The Fal the Falcor. I bought it. <laughs> I think like a quarter of my bag has been disc picked. Quinn bought that is in Reed's bag. Some of them. Some of them. <laughs> I, man, I did a video with your bag the other day, and I was like, that one, that one, his putter, that one, that one. <laughs> it's the yeah, love, well, man. Know, the, the putter you don't use anymore. The put, the putter's just like, just there. But you liked it, so I, man, I would love for you to come back to the voodoo putters. I think it'd be cool. I think voodoo's such an underrated putter. Reed has like such a vehement hate for bangers. Yeah, they're so cool. Yeah, but you don't even throw the, you know, you barely throw the bangers. Yeah. You throw the you, you don't throw the banger anymore. I hated the banger. I was telling Brittany, uh, ever since you lost the, lost the Earhart banger, that's when that's when you fucking turned your turned your back on them. Yeah, that's trust. That like so now you're throwing P twos and rainmakers. What is your official putter, Swiss? Um, so I use the rainmaker is more for spin putting and like my hybrid putt. And then is like the rainmaker use... like the mold or is it like a P2? It's like the proto rainmaker, like one of the like first, it was like his first run rainmaker. But is that that's like the actual disc name or it's like a P2? Yeah. No, it's a rainmaker. No, it's it's it's, it's, just but it's a pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, but it just feels like yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought it's, two of them too. Yeah, it's you remember we both P2. bought you both bought two. Yeah, we flipped them, right? We flipped them. No, you have no. them still in the box. Right? They're still in the box, and no one's gonna buy them because they like it's disc mania and they mass produce them. It's like fucking. Wait, we bought two like, to flip and never flipped them. No, we bought two to hold. Just yeah. the whole. Oh, we held them. There's that two, was dumb. There's that two rainmakers or one or two rainmakers unused, yeah. like in the studio. Yeah, maybe so. I'll try out the rainmakers because yeah. those are not going up in price. I remember the P2s. The P2s we got like right off the bat, but we made more money back on that. I remember that. That was like my weird flipping days when I was like really into cards. Yeah, but then yeah. we also got P2s from the fucking tournament we did too. Yeah. Yeah, but those ones are cooler. I like those. I actually use one of those now randomly, like a year. And then the banger I use for like more like floaty step putts, like lofty more putts. Okay. So uphill, yeah. So do you? And then like it also get like I like having two different putters because it also gives me excuses. Like when one's turned into shit, you can blame the putter even <laughs> though it's your ass. And, like you could go to yeah. the other putter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it like gives you that inner like monologue justification yeah. to be like fucking putter. Let's start. <laughs> and then like no matter what, you're banging jawbreakers or player twos banging all day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you're like, all right, Should just switch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the only yeah. other th only other thing coming up for us then I kind of still in the talks, but I know that if there's a putting league tomorrow. Me and Editor Drew will be there for sure. I think Swiss is and Jesus is to be determined. I'll be there. Be I'll be there. All right, we'll be there. All right, don't. I really want us all. I really hope it's going on a cool, the cool place tomorrow. And like <laughs> Drew also came up to me and said, Hey, man, I will be the designated driver. So we're going to see how my putting does when I can actually drink at the bars. That's going to be fun. Oh, shit, <laughs> we're going to get wild on Tuesday because I got nothing going on Wednesday. So it's perfect. Cool. If Reed drives too, maybe I'll get shit faced also. I'll just get bombed. Let's just, Hopefully you know, we're on the same video. team. That's a great video. Wait, hold on. Is, is, it, is it teams? It depends. They've done I, singles. I'm, it it will be. Up. It will be. It'll be teams? Okay, well, then maybe, maybe I won't do my ID. 
No, I was thinking the same thing. You because you can't go up on teams and be like, I'm a, I'm a terrible player. Yeah, dude, that'd be a fucking great video. No, I don't want to Yeah, but I don't want I don't want it to ruin like I don't want to ruin my teammates. So looks like I'll be fucking putting with voodoo's. I got three of them. Unless you're like with one of us. No, yeah, maybe maybe I'll bring them just in case. I don't know, because it'd be kind of fun. Like, actually, if it was one of us, you had to like try to win. I know, even that. I think it'd be fucking hilarious. But even if they, okay, hold on. Question: You think they're gonna have one? Wait, do you have do you have off next next Tuesday, Quinn? I don't know. Okay, that far ahead. All right. Well, because I'll be there. He'll be there. So, but no, yeah, it'd be cool. Putting league should be fun. That'd be fun. Hopefully, if we're all there too, there's gonna be some sort of video. I'm sure we're gonna make. So hopefully, we can show you that whole experience because it is it's pretty cool. I'm glad that we started going to that. But I think that's it all on our personal disc golf. If you want to see any of the videos going on in Vlogmas, definitely go check them out all on the YouTube channel already. So you can go click over there since you're already here. Hopefully, if you're on Spotify, jump back over there because we got a whole lot of cool craziness going on every single day. That's gonna lead us off into the infamous dream doubles. For those about to rock, we salute you. This is the infamous Dream Doubles, where we take some sort of pop culture category, be it Super Bowl quarterbacks to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We find our worst disc golf partner. We find our best disc golf partner. And we find who we want to beat. But we always put the best last, because we always save the best for last. This week, rock stars. <laughs> <laughs> you really put Kid Rock on there? <laughs> I told you guys. Oh, hey, 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 Jefferson, Holy. do you know who's in the middle? Do you know who that is? I don't. All right, cool. I didn't think you would, but. Okay. Uh, I think Jefferson's starting it off. I believe I am as well. Starting it off with my worst. David Bowie would simply be the worst disc golfer for just not giving a shit. This man has a plethora of other cool stuff going on. Makes him millions off whatever he's touching. No matter, even just touching a Frisbee is more than he would ever have even cared about disc golf remotely. Man, this does not make sense. I just think if anyone would have approached Bowie and was like, Ayo, you trying to throw a Frisbee around? He just slapped him in the face. The man's a rock star and lives his life like, do you think he's really going to give a shit about a flying saucer? There's no shot he would even have stepped foot on a course, making him my worst partner. 1985 David Bowie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I knew Jesus would get the reference. I don't know if anybody else would. All right, I'm going to hit with my worst, and it's the Prince of Darkness himself, Ozzy Osbourne. And this goes deeper than pissing on the Alamo or his rendition of Take Me Out to the Ball Game and the reality television show whole thing. But allow me to list the reasons why. First, way too much eyeliner, too much black, and too many goddamn crosses. Would play with a fifth of Jack Daniels in his left hand and take whatever dope he had at the time being during the round. The drink and dope has left himself mumbled mouth and mentally elsewhere. Uncoordinated, limp-wristed drives that Heiser out instantly right out of his hand. The self-proclaimed wild man has the attention span of a fruit fly and constantly needs to be reeled in, back in, or you will be shock-jocked the entire course. Hey, speaking of insects and shocking, he's now snorting a line of ants for fuck's sake. His game is as overrated as his mental as his metal career. 
How is how is it allowed out in public without a chaperone? Oh fuck, am I the chaperone? Him chasing down squirrels like some hungry rabid dog to bite its head off. Fuck man, Ozzy is the worst. This public service announcement is brought to you by Disc Golf Jesus. Ever Levine is my worst. All right, guys, I must tell you a story. Ever Levine died in 2003, I believe. Hold on. I'm just kidding. All right, she died and she was placed by Melissa Vandula. And that's just wrong. Can we can we just admit it and get the fake Avril Lavigne off our fucking asses? But Avril Lavigne would be the quintessential boys girl that always hangs out with all the dudes. She would throw one DX fucking leopard and she would pick it up and throw it. And she wouldn't actually be playing. She would just be uh, just there while the guys are banging it in two. She's throwing for six. And she's just around. She'd be a terrible difficult partner. She's She's... Just so funny, and she's such a dude's girl that she would just hang out, get too fucking loaded, and everybody would have to fucking take care of her and babysit her throughout the round. Ever Levine, terrible person, died. See, see the picture? If you look at the picture, they don't look a thing alike. Ever Levine was murdered. And that's and... called a glow up, bro. No. Ever <laughs> Levine was murdered. She's fucking with a replacement. And then shit. Fuck she made fuck I thought Ever Levine in concert. Yeah, you did. With, with my wife. Um, I, I also forgot to make the joke is I was going to pick Rich Allen, the drummer from Death Leopard, as my worst, but I thought that would be insensitive. Low hanging fruit, that one. Yeah. He's just going to smile and nod at that one, too. I don't know. You yeah, don't, don't got the reference. What about Stevie Wonder? What if he went Stevie nah. Wonder instead? Nah. Well, he's yeah, blind, right? Probably- yeah, yeah. He's, that one he is blind so yeah, you got yeah. one. <laughs> all right cool Stevie you got one hey Stevie Wonder isn't blind though no nah, he really couldn't like, I know that Charles, theory too Charles yeah. Barkley's seen him drive a car Stevie Wonder isn't blind alright let's jump into our beats guys alright my beat is going to be Bruce Springsteen honestly only have one gripe and it's because in my opinion the greatest disc golf song of all time Granted, it is close, like for the close for to second. My number one song is Atlantic City by the band. So the band plays it much better, in my opinion, than um, Bruce Springsteen. I actually had this argument with my dad the other day. He got like really emotional on why I, that I was wrong. And I just wasn't wrong. In my, just my opinion, the other one's better. And it's just overall better. And I just, I, that just have to, like, for that fact, I just have to see his reaction when he gets out, so when, he, when he gets done, that he will never play that song again. And if you're a big Bruce Springsteen fan, that's dope. I'm a fan as well, but you just got to give credit where credit's due. So I'm going to be going along, beating Bruce Springsteen while Atlantic City's blaring through the course. And honestly, that just sounds like Disco Paradise for me. So I'm sorry, Springsteen, but you just got to go down. That's my beat. Solid. A boss. <laughs> well played. Well played. So for my beat, there can only be one, that one supreme super scion rock star, the Highlander atop the mountain, and that is Keith motherfucking Richards is that rock star and my beat. Now, how can the riff master, creator, jumping jack, flash, satisfaction, brown sugar, the sole oomph of Rolling Stones be my beat? It's due, to, it's due to the sheer fact that he has never been beaten in during his fucking lifetime. He has stared death 
in the eyes and has beaten him for fucking decades near century he must be shown he is actually a literal human let me list some of the stuff this man has survived he survived two house fires one starting by a lit cigarette when he had when he passed out from heroin he survived a Nazi London bombing when they fled their home the night before as a child and it was bombed out. Literally electrocuted on stage in Sacramento, knocking him unconscious and setting his guitar on fire. Had strychnine poisoning from it being laced in his dope, leaving him comatose. Survived a bookcase falling on him, nearly crushing him. He also had to have brain surgery from a fall from a palm tree he climbed, allegedly 40 feet. He said seven. We'll never know. Oh, and how about the Herculean fucking amounts of illegal drugs, including heroin, coke, among others? The man looks like a prune face and he's lived his life, but he needs to be beat at something. And it's going to be disc golf. Keith Richards is my beat. All right. My beat's just... It's home for me. I hate this fucking dude. All right. My beat is the pompous ass piece of human feces. Bono. Born at 7.5 Curex. He does so much humanitarian shit and is still a fucking complete douchebag. He fucking gives money. He goes to feed starving children. And he's just a fucking pompous ass douchebag and fucking always doesn't let anybody hear about it so it'd be on the course he's like he's like no i was in uganda feeding a children with soup and i'm like man that's so cool you're still a fucking douchebag um but the most terrible thing he did was on september 9th of 2014 in over 119 119 countries he forcibly Forced himself on to millions upon millions of people by putting his CD on Apple iPhone <laughs> users' fucking phones. I, I don't know if Jefferson probably doesn't remember this, but it was fucking a big deal. Like, one day you just woke up and you had fucking a U2 CD on your fucking CD player. And you're like, where the fuck did this come from? That's fucking penetrating my fucking phone. That's rape. That's ear rape. I know. Fuck this guy. He's a fucking terrible human being. He fucking forces himself on millions of people. He's an asshole. And he's worth billions of dollars. And he does a million things. And it's just a fucking terrible human being. I fucking hate Bono. Like, I don't know how you can't look at that face. And he's like, you're a terrible human. He also, like, oozes, like, disc golf. Like, he would, he'd be really into the disc golf scene and really into disc golf. That's all that also seems like a kind of thing you'd be really into. But fuck Yeah, Bono. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck Bono. He's a douche. <laughs> Man, Bloody Sunday? Come on. <laughs> See, you know all the lyrics, right? Yeah, there it is. I know. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean I fucking don't hate Bono. <laughs> I, I only know the lyrics because of fucking kids. That's the only reason I know the fucking lyrics of that song. Because of fucking kids. Also, Jefferson, if you've never seen kids, you should see it. Any of you who have never seen kids, think about it uh, before you see it, but you should see it. It's a fucking dope ass movie. All right. <laughs> Right. Jefferson, who is your best disco partner in Rockstars? All right, my best partner. One would assume the person literally nicknamed the king of rock and roll would be the best disc golfer, and that person would be correct. That person also happens to be, yeah, be me. Yes, that's right. Elvis Presley is my best. The dude's a baller, and that's for sure. Not afraid to spend money. 
fuck? He'd buy FDR's presidential yacht. Of course he'll buy it so someone get freakies. It wouldn't matter the cost. Elvis would have not only that, but we can talk about the drip factor matching his disc to his outfits it would be stylish to call him a wetter drew gibson with a dash of nico Castro after drilling a putt after being called for time i'd have to get him away from the ladies though if he can do 152 in a night think of how many he get through in 18 holes his form in my mind would be something like Matty O and Eric Oakley's form had a baby, but that baby would also then get married to Sarah Holcomb and Juliana Corver's form's baby. So no matter what it is, fuck, it would just like Elvis and I would be the best dis- <laughs> on the disco, of course. Actually, I messed up my Joan joke and I set it up. Man, Elvis Presley would be my best partner. <laughs> Damn. Man, that was a good, you had a good setup there. Uh, well, Jay on the course, just a full choke. <laughs> just <laughs> banned on that shit. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. <laughs> oh. Great core. Like he'd really engage his hips. That's a nice yeah, best, but it doesn't beat mine. So for my best, I went with the greatest guitarist and arguably the greatest rock star ever. Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix just fits. If you really think about it, Hendrix innovated the guitar and amplifier in close to every way imaginable. And like the guitar, this lanky rock star unlocks the disc's true potential when it's in his fingertips, flicking forehands with true poetic ease, carrying incredible distance with never ending glidey flight. His fluid, smooth, stylish form and shot shaping is like watching Van Gogh paint Starry Night. And his greatest attribute is his ability to perform at the greatest moments, turning into some elevated monster who goes on immaculate subconscious runs, plucking every line out of thin air that is perfect for that hole as if he is some voodoo child, laying fire to the competition and blowing all witnesses' minds with disc golf play that blends the harshness of distance with the fragility of the finesse game, leaving them in a purple haze of wonder. All right, guys, I'm going to tell you a story of the time Kirby's Disc Golf World played Prince and the Family. All right, me, so me, Swiss, and JK went out to club like, and Prince walks in. Prince walks in, fucking blue suit, looking like a motherfucking figure skater. And we're like, oh shit, man, that's Prince. Prince walks up to Swiss Cheese, he's like, hello, Swiss Cheese. I thoroughly like your podcast. And we're like, oh shit. Swiss calls us over. So we're hanging out with Sw- fucking uh, Prince, partying at the club, like, and then um, Prince is like, I'm bored. Let's go play disc golf. And we're like, oh shit, let's go play disc golf with Prince. So we show up, we should, we go get changed, show up to uh, the chorus, figuring they, they went to go get changed. Fucking Prince still looking like a fucking figure skater in his, in his blue suit. JK's like, oh, I guess we're going to call this shirts versus blouses. And Prince proceeds to fucking destroy us, shooting a negative 22 round, throwing 600 plus feet, being 100% in circle one, 200% in circle two, with two aces. And he's like, blouses win. It was amazing, man. Some of you guys don't believe me. Some of you guys, I wish you guys could still challenge fucking uh, Prince to fucking disc golf. You guys would see. Prince is the greatest rock and roll. No, he is the greatest disc golfer in ever throwing his purple rainmakers 
and his red Corvettes just down in the disc golf world in heaven or in hell. I don't know. Prince, best disc golf partner, best disc golfer ever. From Minnesota, man. It just makes sense. From Minnesota. You think you ever played Blue Ribbon? Huh? <laughs> what? So do you think he ever played Blue Ribbon? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Shout out to negative 22 on it. All right. Boom. So we kind of had like some disc golf news kind of dropping right now. I think it only makes sense to a little bit to talk about it. Um, before we breaking news, yeah, this is kind of breaking news, literally just dropping. Um, the PDGA has set their new policy on transgender athletes going into the 2023 season, and from what it appears, Natalie Ryan is no longer going to be able to compete in the FPO division. So, Are you, is that is that a definitive wow. answer, or is that your well, your so. No, so no, yeah. So Natalie Ryan went out and she made a a, a post on Instagram saying that she's incredibly sad and, and hurt by the announcement. She did that everything. Um, I was I would read the I'd read what she says. I'm incredibly sad and hurt by the announcement. I did everything I could to speak on behalf of inclusion, but the PDGA board of directors had a decision made before I ever stepped foot in that room. One thing is clear to me: this change was never about fairness. If fairness was the board's only priority, they would have removed all trans women from competition. This decision sends a clear message. The board doesn't want to see me succeed. They don't care about local trans women or semi-pro trans women nor masters trans women. This is about my success and their aversion to it. As much as I want to tell all of you to never renew your membership again, I'm not going to do that. This decision provides no resolution since I still have every intention of winning FPO events. I'm going to urge you to stay members and fight them with your vote during the next election in 2023. We can elect more forward-thinking, progressive people. We can push this bigotry out of our sport. The PDGA chose to shrink the sport, so it tur- so our turn to grow past their hatred and truly make this sport welcoming to everyone. She then goes on to say, time for the fight of my life to kick off. I will absolutely not take this sitting down. Stay tuned for what's to come. So that is Natalie Ryan's word on oh. the PDGA's decision. Of uh, basically what it seems to be that if you um, are a trans athlete, you had to have transitioned be prior to being 12, right? I think, or the Tanner stage two, which I, I unfortunately, I just don't know what the, that terminology technology means, but what, from what it seems you have to be, have to made that decision when you were younger, there's no um, going back in hormones to become eligible for F, for the FPO so, division. I should say you can still play. It. Amateur events. Yeah, yeah, they made it. They made the argument that yes, they, they, they made it puberty. for the future, for yeah. the future like mm-hmm. yeah, in f- like the future of the sport will be more occlusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 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 that's tough. First of which, hell of a statement by Natalie Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. You're wow. the very powerful, um, and great for her absolutely and she's absolutely correct in a lot and no i mean in everywhere there she's a very powerful statement they need to vote and everything along those lines i fully agree with her on that right and i fully agree with her that it is it's pretty damning if you're not gonna allow and then to her credit and her side that they made a decision prior to listening to her side um they and this does 
exclude players from disc golf. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. this is what that ruling does. So, or at least from performing with their peers. So, yeah, and yeah, that's it's a shame. Um, it's a poor decision. I think I think it's placating to. Yeah, I mean, I think it's placating to what happens when she's in contention and what's said, you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone's kind of like latching on to those yeah, key when, notes. When when she wins, the the comments and the negative backlash that that brings. But yeah, she it's ooh, Did we expect any different? I think we with everything that was kind of happening like the the uh, the survey going out all like they've been all getting their ducks in a row it's, it kind of seemed like this was going to be the emability this was this was just going to happen what was would we did we think it was going to happen this extreme or did we think it was going to happen more be more extreme you want to know the funny thing is this doesn't satisfy both ends of the argument, in my opinion. You still are going to have people upset. No, th- yeah, but this on is, the opposite end. This is cutting the baby in half. Yeah, I, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, I'm not going to argue it, that. But nobody's happy with this decision. I know th- hmm. this, this. This is yeah. This is cutting the baby in half. This is people that would be like, oh, they transitioned so young, so may they, it would make them feel a little bit better. But yeah, this is this is cutting the baby in half. Not doing. You can't. They're, they're, yeah, they're playing the line. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. It, no, so, absolutely. If you it's remember hard. that survey, yeah, you, you remember that survey that went out that there uh, in October that kind of went all the PDGA members and that people had to vote. There was a total of thirty five thousand nine hundred and one PDGA members completing that survey, which represents thirty two percent response rate, which did exceed the expectations of the survey. Ninety seven percent of. Resp- I wonder how many people that didn't have PGGA membership that voted. Because I didn't have a PGGA membership and I voted. Oh, I don't know if they like even sorted it. I, I, I sent yeah. the link. I sent the link to Quinn, and Quinn got to see the questions. Yeah. And, and I voted also. I, Quinn I wonder if the, I wonder if there's like a, a way to like be able to tell. Like if, it, I don't yeah, know. I would hope it, so. That is but interesting. But ninety-seven percent of the respondents. It was posted on our forum. It. That's why I found it. So yeah, I'm I'm assuming there's going to be there's not just me and me and Swiss are not the only two. No, yeah, I do agree. That, but I wonder if, if it may not have registered, yeah. or it may have registered under a PGA member. Like yeah, yeah or, you, or, or, you had to put something. something down here. Yeah, yeah, or is, like, is there like is this was this just the people that had PGA membership? Yeah. Was is there like another forty thousand people that voted that didn't have PGA membership mm-hmm. that they have? Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. Um, but ninety-seven percent of the respondents who did uh, take like when started the survey completed it, and here are kind of some of the the response. Or I have two two of the responses here. So sure. the first one is transgender women should be allowed to compete with other women after gender affirming treatment. The following groups of PDGA members strongly disagreed or disagreed. Sixty-two percent of all members. Uh, strongly disagreed with that statement. 55% of them were amateur women, 63% of them were professional women, and 75% of them were DGPT women. Then going on into the second statement, 
transgender women should be allowed to compete with other women in disc golf and in other sports. The following groups that PDGA members strongly disagree or dis or just disagreed with the statement. 67% of all the members disagreed. 55% of amateur women, 68 of professional women, and 80% of DGPT women disagreed with that statement. What was the statement again? I'm sorry. That these people, 80% of DGPT women disagreed that transgender women should be allowed to compete with other women in disc golf. Wow. That, that's that's kind of surprising. So you heard from the professionals themselves. That's like what is like so all this what you see like you don't see a whole lot of necessarily upfront hate. I think the closest thing we had like maybe behind the scenes getting something was the one time Austin Hannum put out a tweet talking about trans if it was welcome um if transgender women should be playing in the division and obviously Austin yeah. Hannum is uh boyfriends to Katrina Allen so that was a little bit of like oh and now I, I can't remember if that was a year ago or a year and a half ago something along those lines and now yeah, now we're seeing that 80% of the field like that's just it seems like that that's you know obviously majority like that's you know and I, I want, I'm more surprised that it's a majority like 67% said strongly disagree or agree right I strongly disagree or or dis- disagree or dis- disagree that that's wow. yeah I'm kind of surprised by those numbers too that yeah I'm that just shows shocked. that like yeah, that I I just feel like you you either see the people that are like us or I feel like the minority and people are there talking up and like saying like this is like not what should be like this is not a good thing. Um, All right, so I got a game, fun. guys. How they vote? I give out a pro. You think if they voted yes or no? <laughs> they kind of funny. <laughs> no, we're not. Eighty. That. That's I just seem like because like the ones that I've you know that you kind of. There's a lot of pros where you just assume, I feel like. And I don't want to go out and, like, say any specific names. But, like, just because a pro is high in the rankings, we see them nice overall. Doesn't mean, like, I'm just not saying any names. Uh, But it just is, like, you just might see them as a nice person overall. But it's, like, and they're not speaking. And you kind of wonder, like, it's always this kind of question where you see, like, Ella Hanson speaking up, advocating for this. You're like, man, the FPO division so, like, nice and welcoming. Like, they really love everyone to play disc golf. And then it's like, yeah. man, all this time we thought, like, why are no one speaking up on, like, these important social um, issues? It's like, man, it just makes you makes you think a little bit. Or maybe that's yeah, not that, just yeah. uh, because of their sponsor not saying anything, you know. I'm not saying yeah. don't, like, you know, not don't invest too much thought on that. Just just a thought that I was thinking. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I I would I would love to see the voting of the pros just to yeah, see. I just don't think it's like even that. like like things are different when you get money involved. Too. That's true, and that, that, and that's, they're that's true, and they're anonymous. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. I don't that. necessarily. I think some of them are taking that more into consideration than necessarily like a political statement. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Like in general, yeah. Oh, it's just um, interesting. Yeah, no, it's sad. Yeah, I was a fan of that, Ron. Yeah, with with that um with those percentages, like, yeah, man, we're talking about inclusive, like being inclusive, grow the sport, mm-hmm. and then when we get an I'm opportunity sure. to kind of show what we build in our foundation of what we consider as our, our foundation of the sport. No, <laughs> you know what I, I mean. I'm just gonna, so. I'm just gonna be play fucking devil's advocate. Yeah. What yeah, about yeah. for females transitioning to males? 
Like, does, is there any rules on that? I, well, no, I don't think it matters because it's it's not men's provision. It's mixed, so like women can already oh, like yeah. doesn't matter. You can already play in that division. And it's no problem. Right. So that doesn't necessarily matter. Ben, you want to know what? I hope Natalie Ryan fucking wins an MPO fucking division so then, as a woman. And I'm like, what? But that fucking if that happens, that just feels the fire. That just feels the fucking <laughs> trans fucking phobic fire. Yeah, it does. But yeah, so let's that. Hopefully, we see Natalie Ryan out competing in FPO divisions. Maybe that's the, her urge to. I mean, I'm not going to specifically urge you to buy a membership, but if you ever were on the fence of buying one, this is kind of, to me, the defining factor of a reason to get it if you are, are invested in this topic. We'll push forward more, just everyone, love for disc golf. But this it just seems like this love trains the best way to transition out of this topic into some putting puzzlers. All right, I did something a little bit different to maybe have a little bit more like free, like just better direction with these putting puzzlers. So here we go. I've been working with these slides recently, so I've been jumping on the slide. And for some reason, I'm rocking with this blue color. So every thumbnail that you see on the Disc Golf World (laughs) channel, if you guys know, it's this blue now, just because I love it so much. But here you go. Moving on. Putting puzzler number one. I have Rate Kona Panis's new stamp that's going to be put on a whole bunch of new discs. If you guys aren't on video, I'll describe it a little bit to you. It looks like there's a little bit of a Yeti coming out from the woods, blocking a disc from going in a basket. It says nice next to it. And then in par- it yeah. says the in parentheses it's nice gold chain. monster. Yeah, it's, a, it's a nice, it's a nice oh, chain. Okay. Okay. He has chain, a man. nice gold chain around the Yeti right, or the Bigfoot Sasquatch's neck. And then you see it says if you call. Oh my, if you call me, he appears. So obviously that's like the, the joke of it. If you're saying nice, oh, this is like nice, the branch yeah, hitting down. Nice you're dead. You're getting nice I, stuff. You could have take that part out of it. I think this is a cool dance stamp. This is a fucking it, <laughs> this, this is the stamps that I like. The goofy fucking over the top stamps. <laughs> like a fucking but it kind of gives me a fucking like a winter tournament stamp vibe. Like for fucking mm-hmm. like playing. Mm-hmm. Playing the Yeti Challenge on January fucking fifteenth mm-hmm. in snow. I definitely see this that. This is the kind of stamp that this is kind of the stamp that would be on there. Um, but I like it. This I, tra- this stamp is fucking trash. This is like this looks as though like you submitted an application in the newspaper for like children to like create their own stamp and draw their own stamp, and this was the winner. Nah, this isn't even the winner. This is like the secondary, second place winner, that and that she slapped it onto a stamp. Like, what are you trying to get here? Like, man, I wait. Yeah. Kona Panis is this is sponsored by who? Dynamic. Dynamic. She had the big contract. I would have said it. I, I thought it was a Nova because that no. seems, that it kind of seems like an Nova kind of stamp. Um, yeah, I, I, man. I thoroughly enjoy it. It's fun. nice I, monster. I, <laughs> I agree with both of you. I do agree that this does look like it was in like a middle school art contest. And that's exactly why I love it. Cause it's just so like off the wall telling a story. I do agree. However, it does not work necessarily in my opinion for a Kona Panis stamp, but it would be like, if someone like wanted to make like little art disc golfy, like storytelling stamps, that's it right there, man. Like that like style of design, I would get this with those stamps. Yeah. That's just me. So I think the stamp overall it, is good, just not for your like player yeah, stamp. It doesn't it doesn't fit Kona, but it fits it fits disc golf. Like like I said, mm-hmm. it, it'd make a fucking great uh stamp for a tournament. But it doesn't 100%. fit Kona. I could definitely see that. Like you can't yeah, like 
Man, like if I got that disc in a tournament stamped disc, I'm fucking I'm throwing it in a winter round and not looking for it. In the you're snow lying. type That's shit. not you're, you're like, going way it too is like perfect. Nah, no, this is this there's been so many worse discs no. that you haven't gone hard on that you're this going hard on. I agree. No. I agree. I don't know That's the whole junk. point of like the if you're getting it from a tournament too, is like I probably never would go out of my way to buy this disc, but I'm so happy I got it to, in quotes for free. Like it just Man, like, that's just, like part of the experience. Honestly, tell me, oh my god! If you are on the tee box and somebody pulls out this stamped disc, you're gonna be like, "Oh man, that's cool." Get the fuck out of here! I don't make. Like, I don't run other people's disc. I'm not a disc shamer. No yeah, one's. I'm, I'm you fine. might not say anything, but you're not gonna blow him up for having this. Disc. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything either. But I'm gonna be like, I'm well, as gonna... we're walking behind, I'm gonna be like, you see that fucking stamp? Yeah. I'm not have you ever? Have you ever? I think I. It's the, Dude, I, I think it's fucking. I think it's goofy, and I like goofy fucking shit. And Nova Factory second like double stamps look better than this stamp, and they're okay, more no, legible. It no, it doesn't. Wrong. <laughs> like, I, I personally think that that's the picture. Hey, all right. Next. Step. Moving on. <laughs> Moving nice on. Chain. We have. It literally has a nice you, gold chain. Oh, fucking. If I you guys it. have no like the trend right now, it seems like there's like this app where you put in keywords and it like the internet, the AI will like combine it or make whatever the picture is. So, so the DGPT put out, they mixed together pictures of Paul Macbeth, Ricky Wysocki, and Calvin Heimberg and mashed them all together. And the AI created these four pictures. Unfortunately, if you are just listening to this, you're not going to be able to see the picture. So check over yeah. on the clips channel. Um, don't guys get we like just because there's people listening, don't go too in depth in who you're picking, but just one, two, three, or four, and maybe they'll describe what they look like. All right. Number four, it looks like fucking what the no, no uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, actor turned into John Heater. Yeah, John Heater. That's fucking John Heater. Fucking has it to a T. Um, that's like John Heater's only fan profile pic. Yeah, but <laughs> they all, none none of them really look good. The third one is that like a floppy hat mixed with a brim Dude, hat? Yes. All, oh, is that what it was? Okay. Why is there not one that exists in, in real life? Because it looks like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that that has like the a first brim. One looks like he gets beat up, fucking got beat up in high school. Like for some reason they gave him fucking red hair, and he got the big fucking watch me uh big fucking. That looks like yeah. Thing. That looks more like a Calvin mix. Dude, it looks like what does the first one? What cartoon does it look like? Reed. It looks like a cartoon character. Um, it's the nose that uh, does it for me. Fuck. The nose. It's like, um, what's the one where they like the kid goes like like spazzes out like they're in the jungle? What is that one? Thornberry. Oh, wild thornberries. That's um, without the like mustache. Without Downing. the mustache. Oh, he looks like N- Nigel Thornberry. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he without the stash. Fucking. Um, oh my god. The second guy Come looks on. like a fucking CSI rapist. The what number? The second one. Nah, the second one looks like a CM for like. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, there you go. The second one looks like a CM for like Ashton Villa or something like that. Yeah. Um, but like the he best, looks like he plays professional. I'm gonna soccer. go the best disc golfer will probably be the third one. Like he looks the most determined. He does. He it's the right. cheekbones. Yeah. Third one. <laughs> and the logo on the top of the hat looks kind of dope. What is that? Like an electric chair or something? Like yeah, I have no idea. I think it's just like magic. Um, 
I'm going to go with like the best one out of these is number one. Cause he's got nothing better in life, but to disc golf. Like that's, that is his, his that's, home. That's Anthony Barella's cousin. No, I can, I don't even know where you're going with that one. <laughs> that doesn't work on yeah, so many was, different that, levels. That was really random. <laughs> I, if you were just like the second guy, I think I have to go with red on this one though. Number three would definitely be the best disc golfer overall. Ooh. I don't really think it's too much of a fight. Moving on, then. All right. I oh, found I some yeah, stats for the most common flight numbers in all of like all the disc brands. There's 652 PGA approved discs, and these are like the most common between the brands flight numbers. So I'm not really going to have you guys shit. guess a whole lot because I just think they're yeah. just going to like take forever. But like, I, this is cool information on how to break down. So I'll give you guys one guess each of just. What do you think the most common flight numbers between all the brands are? 13 different brands have a disc with these exact numbers. Oh, shit. Uh, Nine, five, neg one, two. Did you get any numbers right? I don't know. I, I only heard the first one was wrong, so I didn't care. Nine, five. Nine was wrong. Okay, that was not right. five either. Neg one, two. That was my other one. Not, so uh i'm gonna go with i don't know what numbers what's a putting number one one two three all right, so that most common flight numbers was two, three, zero, one. So obviously, when it breaks it down to it, I think the putters are just most easily to common, just because like yeah. most putters with that blunt edge is really just going straight and like a little bit of fade. So I think that's why you see the first two with thirteen different companies have a two, three, zero, one disc, and then eleven companies have a three, three, zero, one disc, and the next top round up the top three was five, five, negative one, one. So at ten companies, so I think you see like the first two that are most common is I think most companies start off with putters and the next most easy one to go to can, is mid range. Can you tell me what discs have those numbers? Um oh. if you like stall for some time. All right. And I would um love- I'm gonna go with the 12513 yeah. is like a destroyer. Yeah that, that's that, what that I, is I the destroyer like, except the three is not the three is not the right that's, for destroyer. That's number five and that's the first that's the first that's the only number you see above nine. Yeah um, on this list. Yeah, the five five neg one one is probably like a rock, maybe. Just something like that minute, man. I don't know if there's a website mm-hmm. like this out there, but if you want to like, oh, maybe there is. If you want to have a website, just have a website that sorts every disc ever by the number. And, then um, and I'm gonna go like nine three zero four. Are we talking like a Firebird there? That's on the bottom. I would say that's probably like a Firebird S. Like, is it like an ABR? Maybe. I don't know. That's crazy. That's. But how many disc golf companies make discs? Like that's that's my other question. A ton. Yeah. So there's like thirteen. They all gotta have a putter. And like like that thirteen could be a Nova, Discraft, Lone Star, fucking Bob in his basement. Yeah. Like. Like, oh, you mean legacy? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> All right. He went so, at you. 
so some of the discs for that number one spot, the two speed, three glide, zero turn, and one fade. Some discs I mean, can be the Lone Star Discs Blue Bonnet, the Latitude 64 Hope, Eucanisc Meteor Hammer, Legacy Discs Clutch, Innova Firefly, Dynamic Discs Agent, Discmania Link, uh, the Faith, the Omega Big Bead from Millennium, the Millennium that's Omega, kind of and that's that's so so some of the discs. So. That's kind of, that's that's surprising. I thought they would like that top spot would be more of well known. We we would see like the harp or something, mm-hmm. something more. Well, that's like that's the thing that like that's a like that is interesting because the discs that do get lumped together a lot, like if we see like the zone, the harp, the like all those overstable putters, they we get see them have similar flights, but man, their numbers are like so different, like with speeds, glide, all that and stuff. But we see them having a more traditional flight. When I look at discs, like man, I'm just like. I wish I could just have discs readily available that I could see, but I know that there's discs like, I don't know if the destroyer and the DD three have like the exact same numbers, but they're like right there. And I could just feel like they fly to me different, like comparatively, mm-hmm. but the harp and the zone to me fly like the exact same. I know those numbers are different. So it's just cool to see like, and then once you like start throwing a disc, it really doesn't matter. The numbers only like I never in reality matter. It's just kind of like a, a fun thing to like look before you have like a little bit of a gauge, but yeah, so there's most some players of those only numbers. Anyways, there you go, guys. What number do you what number do you consider the most when you're looking at a disc? Let's ask that. Turn. My puzzler. Turn. Same here. Mm-hmm. What's the turn? What number is that? The third. Third one. Okay, I look at the first. Speed. I Speed. Fuck. <laughs> gotcha. I, I, I look. I'm going fast. Yeah. I go whatever the like, turn I, is, then I probably go speed. I go yeah, I go speed first because I like. I think it goes for me. It goes like turn, fade, then speed, then glide. Glide's the least. Fuck glide. So I think we don't need glide. I think the only thing I left I have is a game, but we are at fifty-eight minutes. If you guys would like to hold that off, or we can play it, up to you. Let's hold off. We're gonna hold off. We'll save it for the next one. We'll save it for the Christmas episode. All right, we're saving it until next episode, guys. So if you do, you're interested in next week, we're going to have a little bit of a Do You Know Disc Golf Anthony Barella-themed quiz for you guys. We're going to have that next week um, as well as some Christmas episodes. So hopefully stay tuned for that. Vlogmas is still up, so there's a video going up on the Disc Golf World channel every single day. So make sure to check that out as well as all our individual social medias. We're posting pretty much everywhere, so get tuned 2023 is right around the corner big things are on the way for overall kirby disc golf world and disc golf world so stay tuned guys hopefully we'll see you next week for the christmas episode